0: Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Good morning, morning. So this is the perfect time of year to actually reflect on the year that's gone, the year that's coming. And I always think it's a great thing as well as setting your goals for the year and doing all of that good stuff. It's actually really helpful to also think about, you know, how has last year gone? What have I learned? What are the things that maybe I will take into next year as I move forward? So it's the perfect time to reflect. So, you know, what I thought I would do is share with you some of the things that have stood out for me um, personally, but also for my businesses and also for Chris and I as a couple. So I'm going to do a quick canter through. And as I say, I always think it's quite useful to do this because, you know, we're so busy. I don't know if you ever feel that you're on this constant kind of wheel like a hamster, always chasing the next thing, always moving forward, which is great. But if we never stop and just kind of take stock, then actually we can miss the learning. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through my 12 things that have stood out for me this year and key lessons that I will be taking forward both in my personal life, but also in my business life for 2023. So if you've got a pen and paper, you might want to note some of these down because uh, I'm going to cover quite a lot. Now, what I will say is you may be listening to this as a podcast episode on Brave Bold Brilliant. You might be actually watching this on my YouTube channel, um, or you might be you know, watching this live as I'm doing this on LinkedIn. Facebook, etc., and YouTube. So um, the great thing is there's so many resources that I am putting out there because I think it's so important that we share ideas with each other. We support each other through our growth and our business journeys and our personal lives. So if you are not already subscribed to Brave Ball Brilliant Podcast, please go and subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, Jeanette Linfoot, then please do that. And equally, please do follow me on social media because, you know, there's a lot here to cover. And as I say, my aim is to help as many people as possible uh, be the best versions of themselves. So let's get going with this then. OK, so what have we learned from 2022? So what have we learned from 2022? Well, the first thing it stands out for me is the economic situation. Now, as we, you know, when we were looking at this, say, 12 months ago, we would never have anticipated, I don't think, being where we are at the moment from um, an, an economy point of view. So, you know, the, the external environment has been really tough. So we started the year coming out of a global pandemic And actually having to deal with all of that. So we'd already had a pretty rough couple of years. So actually in 2022, I think everyone was feeling this was going to be a year of rebasing, a year of moving forward. But the reality is that it's been actually quite tough. So where we are today is, you know, we've got interest rates now in the UK at three and a half percent. We've got double-digit inflation. We are officially in recession, um, which means that, of course, there are a lot of macroeconomic external factors that will be affecting not only your business, um, if you're in a job, or you're a business owner yourself, or from your own personal finances, either. Even so, there's a lot that's actually going to be affecting what you ha- um, the situation you're facing. So. When that happens, I guess, you know, for me, I always think that the most important thing to do is, um, is to just make sure that you are taking stock of where you are, making sure that you are taking all the right steps to move you forward and almost planning for the worst and hoping for the best. So knowing your numbers is absolutely um, critical So that, for me, is one of the most important things. So the first thing that is worthy of note for me in 2022 is the economy, the external environment and those sort of headwinds that we're all facing right now. So the second point is, um, is around diversifying your earnings and de-risking your business and your personal situation. So by this, I mean, you know, if you are in a position where you only have one source of income, whether that's a job, whether it's a business, whatever it may be, if if there's any risk to that, that can leave you in quite a vulnerable position. So that clearly is not a great place to be, if that is the case. So, You know, if you're able to diversify your earnings so that you have multiple streams of income, that then can protect you during the tough times. Very often you will find that maybe when one aspect of your business or personal life is struggling in terms of finances, the other one can sort of keep you afloat and make up for that. And certainly... That has been the case for us this year. So we have multiple businesses. um, And just to give you an example, we have a property business where we have passive income from our buy-to-let portfolio. And of course, we're also um, expanding into serviced accommodation. So that's a higher cash flow in strategy. So we're even diversified within that property business because we have different things going on. Um, I also have an advisory business. So I go into businesses and help them with their strategy, maybe if they want to buy or sell business. Businesses, I will advise them on the deal, etc., valuations. And then I've got my mentoring business as well, where I work intensely one-to-one with people to help them scale up and grow their business. So you, as you can see, and then of course I have my podcast and all the things I do on social media. But as you can see, from that point of view, I've got three different sources of income and arguably four because actually the property business really is two businesses. And then on top of that, What we've also got is, you know, multiple um, other income streams in terms of long term assets around pension, um, stocks and shares, etc. So what I would say to you is diversify your earnings. Think about how you protect your downside risk, because that can often actually be um, an issue for people. So point number three, as I say, point number one, macroeconomic situation. That's been tough this year. And as we say, we're now facing interest rates of three and a half percent, double digit inflation, and we are formally in recession in the UK. So when times are tough, it's really important that you take a good hard look at where you sit and what you can do to protect your business. Plan for the worst, hope for the best. The second point, diversify your earnings to de-risk your business and your own personal income. So if you don't have an alternative source of income, um, and you found it very tough during 2022, my recommendation to you would be to think about how could you actually have an alternative income source in 2023. Right, point number three that stands out for me is build up cash reserves to protect yourself. So that is it applies for your own personal financial situation, you know, having a bit of a rainy day fund that is there in the event things are tough or the bills are high. You know, we've got obviously a lot of pressure in terms of the cost of living right now um, energy, energy prices, food going up, everything seems to be going up. So if you are absolutely you know budgeted to the wire with no alternative sort of backup in terms of cash that can become very uncomfortable Um, So the same applies for your business. If you're a business owner, having liquidity in your business is really important because you don't know exactly what's going to happen in terms of the forward trading of that business. So, you know, having some cash reserves, having some liquidity will allow you to just have a little bit more wriggle room. So that's number three. Point number four, um, you know, and I think this is really important for me. It's around having a plan, but being flexible and able to adapt as well. Now, the reality is when you have a plan, a business plan or a life plan or any kind of plan, the reality will not play out exactly as per the plan. It just won't. That's that's just not life, right? So, but having a plan is going to still keep you grounded. And very often I will do multiple versions of a business plan. You know, I'll have have a a low, mid and high case so that I've already thought through what's the worst scenario that could happen? What's the sort of the, the mid point, which is the most likely and what's the best case? And knowing those numbers up front allows you then to make the judgments that you need to make. So have a plan. And work the plan. But you need to be flexible. And this year, what we have seen in 2022 is a lot of uncertain things happening that we hadn't actually forecast or predicted. So you could say, well, surely that throws the plan out out of the window, Jeanette. Well, Not really, no, because you know where you should have been. And therefore, when those shocks come along, you're much able to see the potential impact and make the right decisions and actions. So having a plan, having a budget and within your plan, it's always useful to have a budget, which is the numbers and the plan that you will set. So you may well be setting your budget for the next financial year. Um, which is great. The rea- What should happen is the budget should never change. Once you have set that, the budget is fixed. But what will change is the forecast. So as you trade through the year, whatever your business is, you will find if the forecast is very different to the budget, then you want to take account of that. And then you'll have the actuals. So you'll have budget, forecast, actuals, which you should be looking at every single month, both in terms of what's happened in the month. What's happened cumulative to date and what's the balance of the year to go in order to hit either the budget, if that has remained the same, or the revised forecast. So, you know, all I would say is just be all over your numbers. And this year we have had to be so adaptable, you know, because things have changed. Interest rates have gone up in our property business. We've had, you know, mortgages that were on fixed rates have now come up the end of the, the term of those mortgages. And that changes the numbers significantly for those properties. Now, we have a portfolio, so we're able to look across the piece what that does. So we're that's fine. However, if you don't have a plan, you don't know what, what the impact's going to be. So that's point number four. Number five, you know, what I would say to you is even though... Times can be very tough. And 2022 has not been the easiest of years. I think it was very, it started off well. And then towards the end, it's been tough The uh, in H2, the second half. Opportunities are everywhere. And by that, even when times are tough, there will be opportunities. You know, so I'll give you an example, actually, going into 2023, Chris and I are incredibly optimistic about property and our business. Now, a lot of people would say, well, why? Because, you know, interest rates are going up, the cost base is going up. Yes, but what that means is that, The market has been overheated. So going into next year, we expect to see a correction in the market. Now, I'm not saying there's going to be a property crash or anything like that. And who knows actually what will play out. But our thoughts at the moment are that even though it's been very tough, there will be opportunities for us because we've got liquidity. We're able to move fast for the right deals. We'll be able to, you know, acquire properties, develop them, etc. So as long as you have taken into account all the different um, variables that input into your business, there can be opportunities everywhere. There's always opportunities. And depending on your perspective, the glass is either half empty or it's half full. Right now, I'm not saying that there will that everything is rosy in the garden. It won't be. But. Thinking creatively, there will always be opportunities. And the facts are proven that during a time of a recession or a depression, there are more millionaires and billionaires created during those tough times than there are when the market is good and the economy is is all very stable. So opportunities are everywhere, but you need to open your mind. So have have an open mind, have your eyes open, have your ears open, have everything open, and you will be amazed by what opportunities can come, even when you feel like things are pretty dark. So don't despair. There will be opportunities. Point number six. um, This is around disrupting your business model. And for me, I think in 2022 and actually the two years prior to that, I've seen a lot of businesses which have had to be creative with the way they run their businesses. So, you know, certainly the travel industry, which I'm very much um, involved in, having spent 27 years as a CEO running travel businesses and now advising travel businesses, um, you know a lot of those more traditional businesses shall we say have had to reinvent their model they've had to take a good hard look at their cost base because you know quite frankly they had to they needed to because otherwise they would not have survived but the reality of that is that coming out of the global pandemic coming out of the tough economic situation in 2022 those businesses are much leaner and meaner than they ever were before let's take a look at other examples you know in terms of Internet businesses, so you know, online has absolutely boomed during, um, you know, the last few years while everyone's been locked down. You know, Amazon is absolutely flying. So even though there are challenges and some businesses like, you know, if you're a retail shop on the high street, particularly tough. If you're in hospitality, particularly tough. But there are other sectors and other models which actually have thrived. So. There's a saying, actually, that necessity is the mother of invention. And I absolutely believe that because when the chips are down and you have to change, it forces that. When you have a burning platform, you make damn sure that if you have to survive, it focuses the mind and it forces you to challenge everything in your business and you will come out absolutely meaner. And leaner than ever before. So disrupt your business model, I think, has been a theme for me. And we've had to take a look at the way we do things, you know, we've had to be much more efficient with our processes, etc. So this applies across the piece. So that's point number six. Remember 12 days of Christmas here, people. (laughs) So I'm on number seven. Right, spoke a lot about the kind of the business, the economy. The, the numbers side, the financial side of things, but I want to sort of switch a little bit now in terms of you as an individual. So I think one of the things which has really stuck out stood out for me is um, my well-being. And you know I know that if I am under pressure, very often it can be, you know diet, sleep, exercise, probably drinking too much alcohol, etc. at certain times that, you know, ends up happening. So the good practices that I would typically have, you know, normally will often be the things that I find the hardest to keep going. But I know that if I am not looking after myself, I cannot be the best for my businesses, for my teams, or for my family and my partner. So all of you, I would say, when the chips are down, if you can possibly do it, please, please, please do not let yourself suffer. You have to put your own oxygen mask on first. That's what they say when they do the safety briefing on a plane. And hey, my background's travel, so I love that analogy. But it is so true. If you are so under the cash that you have not looked after yourself, you can't be the best You cannot operate effectively if you're tired, you've got bad diet, you're not getting any exercise, you're not actually working on your mind and your mental well-being. So, you know, for me, I have really noticed the difference when I am paying attention to those things and when I'm not paying attention to them. So physical well-being, mental well-being is absolutely critical. Okay, point number eight for me has been around how precious life is you know, um, and and not playing small. Don't waste time, you know, and this might come with age. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's because I'm becoming a bit of an old fart. But as you do get older, you know, you, you people around you either get ill, unfortunately, or maybe pass away. And it really does hit home and make you realise how precious life is. So, you know, the one thing I would say to you is it's great to have success it's great to have money to live in a nice house and all of the material things of course it is but you know what some of the most precious things are actually you know around quality time spent with your family you know making sure that you don't sweat the small things i know myself in my earlier career i would get so anxious and so het up about certain things and when i actually look back i think my god you know i was really sometimes focusing on the wrong things don't sweat the small stuff we've only got one life and just really make sure that every day you are making the most of that day because time is perishable You know, opportunities come and go, relationships come and go, businesses come and go. But the one thing that does not come back is time. Time will only ever go. So I must be getting all philosophical at this time of the year. But honestly, it is so important. And as I say, as you get older, that becomes even more apparent. Um, So, yeah, make sure that you are counting that time and making it the most that you possibly can for yourself. Point number 9 surround yourself with the right people. Oh my gosh, how important has this been this year for us. I have got to tell you, you know, we've had some challenges. We've had challenges in our property business. We've had I've had challenges in my advisory business. We had challenges everywhere. Not everything goes easy, you know, at all. We've had all sorts of things going on. So surrounding yourself with the right people, people that will lift you up, support you, guide you is so important. And this year for us, we have been really fortunate that we have got an amazing network around us. So that ranges from Rob Moore and Mark Homer, who are our mentors for our property business and my social media, etc. It ranges from, you know, really... Absolutely experienced property investors that we actually know very well and are able to support and guide each other. It's also people that have been in my life a long time. You know, so my old boss, who I will give a big shout out to at two, he was a gentleman called Richard Prosser. And Richard Prosser has been such a guiding light for me in my life. Um, he's always there with, a, you know, a, a, a word of advice. He, he doesn't actually pull any punches. He will tell me how, as it is. He's so, so critical to my success. You know, so people like that, of course, you know, having a, a really supportive partner, I am really lucky that Chris... He's absolutely by my side, 100%. He has my back, he supports, he guides. But he also calls me out as well, (laughs) by the way. So sometimes it can be tough love with Mr. Buzzer But you know what? It's always with the best intention of supporting each other. So have a little look around who you're spending time with. Are you spending time with people who are lifting you up, supporting you, guiding you? Or are you spending time with people that are you know, they're draining your energy. They're not supporting you. They're maybe, you know, actually putting you off what you want to do. And sometimes you have to make choices about who you have in your life. Uh, So take a good, hard, long look at who you're spending time with. And also, who do you want to connect with next year? You know, as you come out of 2022 and you're going into 2023, who are the people that you would love to have in your little black book? You know, that you could actually be able to reach out to and create a meaningful relationship. So, have a think about that as well. So, that's point number nine. Point number 10, I would always say lead with value. Lead with value. Don't just chase the money. Because when you chase the money and that's all you're focused on, nine times out of 10, you won't get what you want. But if you lead with value, You're clear on what you offer for your customer. You're clear on what you bring to the table as a friend, as a partner, as a confident, as a mentor, as a coach, whatever it may be. When you lead with value and give more Give first before you can receive. And I think that is so important. And certainly this year, throughout 2022, one of the things that I've done, I made a conscious decision that I wanted to give back. So I have allocated throughout the year numerous, numerous free mentoring sessions for people, which I do that because I just genuinely want to help. And I care about people. I care about the fact that we only have one life and you absolutely all deserve to have the best chance possible. And that's why I do it. Yes, I have my mentoring clients that I work intensely with um, over, you know, for a 12 month period. And that is amazing because those guys are smashing the results, which I'm so proud of. But I also want to give back. So, you know, it's there as an offer for you too, by the way. So if You're listening to this. You're watching this. You're thinking, oh, I could do with a little bit of support and guidance. Just jump on. Just book in my calendar, you know, a slot so we can have it. You can have a free speed mentoring session. Why not? You've got nothing to lose. It's there for free. Take advantage of it. So, yeah, as I say, lead with value and then the money will come. Trust me. Um, But, you know, have the right the right ethos about business is what I would always say. The way that you do anything is the way you do everything, as Rob Moore, my mentor, says to me. And I think that's absolutely true. So point number 11 is all about self-belief. So the big, big thing of the lesson for 2022 for me is around really believing in yourself, believe in what you're actually doing for your business, for your customers, for your clients, You know, because if you don't believe it, quite frankly, how can anyone else believe in you? You know, it sounds obvious, doesn't it? But we all have these little gremlins in our mind very often. We have the, you know, the old imposter syndrome might kick in, whatever it is, you know, and that can blow you off track. But when you believe in yourself, it is your superpower, Because anything is possible. There are no limits. Only the limits you put on yourself. Now, that doesn't mean to say that there aren't challenges that will come up and things that will go wrong. Of course there will. That's normal. However, when you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing and you've got a strong reason why, you can achieve anything. Seriously. And if I was giving advice to my younger self, I would absolutely say have more self-belief because actually you can achieve anything. You know, you've just got to believe it yourself. The final point, point number 12, is all about embracing failure. There are things that have gone wrong for us this year. There are things, deals that haven't happened, that should have happened. There have been people that I thought would actually become clients um, that haven't. You know, there's all sorts of things go wrong. But you know what? That's absolutely fine because... Failure is actually learning. And if you can approach it in that way and embrace it, then, you know, you're going to learn so much through the process. So instead of of kind of going through the process, learn through the grow and learn through the process of failure. So, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I um, am, I really admire, actually, because of what he's achieved with his life. He has a saying, and I think it's spot on where he says, don't be afraid to fail. You can't always win, but don't be afraid to fail. And that is true. So, you know, for me, as I look back on 2022, some of the lessons have been really poignant. And what that allows me to do to reflect is to then say, okay, well, what does this mean as I go into 2023? As I'm setting my goals and aspirations for the year ahead and longer term, What are the learnings that I can take, and what are the things that I have done really well? What are the things that I do differently next year? So I'm just going to do a very quick recap. So twelve days of Christmas, twelve learnings from 2022 to share with you. So the first one has been around the economy, the macroeconomic environment has been really tough. We've got interest rates at three and a half percent, double-digit inflation, you know, cost of living crisis, recession, etc. A lot going on. So it's been tough, and it's and the year has not ended how we thought it would in that respect. But be resilient, know what's going on externally and be able to adapt as you can. Number two, diversify your earnings to de-risk your personal income, but also your business. So having multiple streams of income will allow you to balance things out. So when one area is down, the other one will normally get you through. But if you only have reliance on one income source, there's a risk to that. So if you haven't got multiple income sources right now, then that might be something you want to think about for 2023. How can I create something? How can I actually maybe enter a different section of my business and offer something new to the market to de-risk and actually diversify? Number three, build up cash reserves. Liquidity is so important in business, but also for your personal finances. Take a good hard look at what you're spending. Can you create a rainy day fund so that then when things come in more expensive or there's a trading shock or a client doesn't actually materialise that you thought you can cope with it? Point number four, have a plan and work the plan, but be flexible and adaptable. None of us knew the shocks that were going to come to us this year, and some of them will have really hit us between the eyes. Um, But if you have a plan, you have a budget, you have a forecast, you know, your actual position versus all of those, and you're able to see the, the wood for the trees, when those shocks come, you're much more able to deal with them. Point number five, opportunities are everywhere. You've got to open your eyes, open your ears, open your heart. And there will be opportunities. And often during times of adversity, that's when the opportunities are the biggest. Point number six, disrupt your business model. Take a good, hard look at how you can do things better, cheaper, faster, more efficiently. Whatever it may be, disrupt your business model And some of that has been because you've had to, because otherwise maybe you wouldn't have survived or maybe your business hasn't survived. And actually, as you go into 2023, you're thinking, oh, what would I need to do differently in a new business? Or maybe you've been in a job and there's been challenges there. And that means that you might do things differently with your team next year. So. Disrupt your business model. Number seven, do not forget to put your own oxygen mask on first. Your well-being, your physical well-being, your mental well-being. If you are not in good shape, you will not be able to be as effective as you can in your business, your personal life, your job, with your teams, with your family and friends, etc. So do not let that go because it's often the first thing that gets neglected when we're under pressure. So I've definitely felt that this year myself. So that's a lesson that I am taking into 23 Point number eight, life is precious. Time expires. Um, so, you know, make sure that you're spending your time wisely. You only got one life. Let's not waste it. Let's not waste it on other things or things that are not so important to us. Point number nine, surround yourself with the right people. As Rob Moore, my mentor, says, your network is your net worth. And that's Very, very true. But also just making sure it's not all about the money. It's making sure you have the right influences and support network in your life. People that will lift you up. My old boss, Richard, used to say, Jeanette, there are two types of people. There are radiators that exude warmth and there are drains that just sap your energy. Um, So make sure you're surrounding yourself with radiators. Okay, number 11, self-belief. Believe in yourself. You can achieve anything you want, but you've got to believe it first. And then point number 12, embrace failure. Don't be afraid to fail. You can't always win, but don't be afraid to fail. So I hope it's been helpful. I honestly, 2023 is going to be an amazing year. Um, I would recommend for you just take stock of where you've come from this year and where you're heading as well. So whatever you're doing, remember it is by being brave and bold that you can also unlock your brilliant. So take care, everyone, and I will see you when the weather breaks. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.